Today on the show, I have such a treat. I am so excited to share with you an interview that I was able to be a part of. It was a roundtable around how to become an unstoppable woman in your 40s and beyond. This group of ladies, they are just phenomenal. I am just honored and humbled to be at a table with them and to continue to be able to do life with some of them. Um, We are all in a community called the She Rises community and Hannah Olivas, who is leading this discussion, is the CEO and founder of that organization. I'm going to put it in the show notes to make sure y'all go over and join their free Facebook group. It is a great space for women who want to be encouraged in life and in business. So make sure that you check us all out. Um, I'll put all the information in the show notes for each of these phenomenal women and so that you can get to know them each a little bit more. And you know, I th- also thought this was a really good time for me to launch this episode and, and just kind of put it out into the world because tomorrow I'm going to be teaching a class called It's Never Too Late. And you hear me all the time and a lot of my slogans or mantras are it's never too late to feel great and lose weight. It's never too late to change your change a habit. It's never too late to create new healthy habits. You hear me say it all the time. You see all my pa- positive Facebook quotes reason I do it is because it's true. It is never ever too late to blank, whatever that is. So ladies, I hope that this encourages you and motivates you to know that your 50s, your 40s, your 60s, that wasn't even in order, was it? I should say your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, the best is yet to come. And it's because you get to choose how you live it. So I hope you I hope you enjoy the roundtable. Hey sister, welcome to the war on weight. Do you want to find some motivation to finally lose your extra pounds? Do you want to feel great in your favorite pair of jeans? Do you want some weight loss that's actually sustainable? Have you given up that any program will ever work for you? Well, I'm Keitha and I'm your new best friend. I've spent a lifetime on the losing side of the battle. I felt frustrated, exhausted, self-conscious, and despite any success I had in life, I felt like a failure, but I finally won the war. How did I do it, you ask? I discovered how to implement simple, healthy habits, how to completely revamp my mindset and embrace some things that were causing me to turn to food over and over again. Lastly, I discovered how to make nutrition really super simple. And after just a few short months of fueling my body properly, I dropped more than 50 pounds and I'm maintaining it by practicing all the healthy habits you're gonna learn on this podcast. So if you're tired of feeling like a prisoner in your own body, you're buying clothes to hide your body, not celebrate it, you're done having your weight affect all your relationships with others, and more importantly, with yourself. You no longer want to eat your feelings and then beat yourself up about it, then this is the podcast for you. Let's armor up, sister, and fight this war on weight together. Well, good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for our first roundtable of 2023. My name is Hannah Olivas, and I am one of the CEOs of She Rides the Studios, and today I am joined with some incredible women Um, And we are going to talk to you about becoming an unstoppable woman in your 40s. You stay. My first question is, what do you believe is one of the biggest issues that women face in life or business in their 40s? Like, what is something that has just really just been like, wow, so this is what 40 is. Um, I'll start with Michelle Emick on that. Thank you. Um you know, I thought about this question a lot because there's, I mean, we could, we could make the list, right? Ladies, <laughs> what, what isn't there? But one of the things I, I have seen, um, you know, through my, my career and even through myself is that we as women are, 
we we're everything to everyone, right? We wear so many hats, like we're the CEO of everything. And so oftentimes we're, we're so busy that we don't take the time to really focus on ourselves and what it is that, that makes us, gets us excited or brings us joy because we're, we're busy pleasing everyone else. And so I think that's an issue is really taking time to make ourselves a priority. Thank you, Michelle. What do you think, um, Keitha? Hey, Michelle, I had to think about this question for a minute and it did not take long for me to realize it's fear. We go into our forties with fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of being alone, fear of, fear of not looking the way we want to look, not being attractive, what's happening to our body, all these fears. And then we also are dealing with in our careers. We're dealing with the younger generation starting to come in and starting to show us up a little bit. We're not feeling quite as smart as we used to feel. And the difference is, is when you go into your forties is that your brain has had the opportunity to be reminded and be shown there's things to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. So it almost feels like when you go into your forties, you're starting to, your brain is telling you, you've got to protect yourself even more. There are big, scary things to be afraid of. And so you have to come into a mindset of, I don't have to be afraid. And that is really, I think something that happens for myself. It happened during my forties. It was a, a very long process. And when you, as you come into your forties, it's almost because it is an, I feel like it is an obstacle because it starts more in your forties. It's almost like it's a, it's the fear is your brain and your brain really connects your past experiences with what you're going through. And you have to really, really get intentional about how to capture all those thoughts about fear and, and the things that are just not logical. We're not going to look the same as we did when we were 25. We're not going to feel the same way. We're not going to have the same energy. You know, everything does change and wisdom looks different at 40 and it sometimes it's a lot more attractive. Thank you, Keitha. What do you think, Christina? What, what has been. Um, your takeaway in terms of like some of the biggest things being in your 40s, how has it affected life for you or business? What's your thought? Yeah, well, several things come to mind. I think as just as a woman, um, you know, being in your 40s, I think there's, you know, societal standards. I think at all ages, right, there's these standards of like by 40 or in your 40s, you should have it all figured out life or marriage or children or partners or homes or all the things, right? There's this sort of these standards and with social media and, and, you know, all these perfect things that we see online and in your forties, I think there's this comparison still happening of like, how do I attain that? And I think, uh, you know, fear is, is a big thing, but it's these societal standards and I think uh, in my own experience, as I've gone through the majority of my 40s, I've started to shed those expectations and to just, you know, I know this is going to sound so cliche, but to rise as my own person and know that uh, I talk a lot to women and, and, and many people about this idea of balance, like somehow we have to have this well-balanced life, this work-life balance. And I've, I've sort of thrown the word balance out and talk about blending. Um, some days in my life, I have a lot more work to do, um, but blending, creating this blended time to do as much as I can get done in a day and, 
and really giving myself permission to be like, and that's enough. <laughs> I worked really hard today or I took a day off and that's enough. And I think in your forties, you start to get the courage in a lot of ways to stand on your own and say like, you know what? I don't have to look like I did in my twenties. I feel really good about who I am, even if societal norms sort of are making, trying to make me feel a little bit bad about, you know, in comparison. So I don't know. Those are some things that come to mind. Well, thank you for sharing. So what would you say to this Michelle Mesa? You know, it, I have the same thought process as Christina. I really feel like there are so many unrealistic expectations on us as women. Um, we have to be the boss of everything. We have to own our businesses. We have to own our households. We have to own society and, and be like the matriarch for other women. And there's a lot of societal pressures. And so, you know, we get often, most of us get caught up in this comparison trap and it's really, it's really damaging because that's where there's a lot of paralysis mentally for a lot of women. And then they become complacent. We're like, okay, well, I didn't measure up. I'm just going to just stay here on pause and just kind of exist. And so I'm so excited that we're actually talking about this because there's a lot of women who don't talk about it. We just don't talk about things, right? We're strong, we're confident. And so I'm glad that we're bringing this topic to the forefront so we can talk it out and help each other. So I'm not purposely skipping Leslie or Nicole, but I have strategically thought of who I'm gonna ask what to. But I wanted to share a little insight um, into my 40s, some of the things that I struggled with. Number one, um, I became pregnant in my 40s and um, I lost my, my baby in my 40s. And then boom, next thing I know, I run into this major diagnosis and it completely changed the way that I look. Um, it changed my hair, it changed my skin um, I received treatment that pushed me into menopause and I really um, became affected by anxiety, depression, um, hormonal imbalances, and I thought I was just wacky. And probably anyone who's known me since 2017 can tell you that I am. That this roller coaster ride that I've been on since in my 40s has not been. Um, what a lot of women do go through, you know, but it's a different side of what I got to see with my 40s. And one of the biggest things that I think I struggled with was when I was diagnosed, I was afraid that I was going to lose all my hair, but I didn't lose all my hair. I lost parts of my hair, um, which then I thought, well, why can't I just lose it all? Because then I can wear a wig, you know? So I went through all these different things. And then I even went through this really selfish phase of, I don't want to look old. Like I was looking at women in their 40s saying, I don't want to look like that. I want to look like me, how I looked in my 20s and in my 30s. You know, so I went through like these, um, I went through body shaming in a major way and just how I looked in my appearance. And it got so bad that for six months, I didn't even want to leave my house and I didn't want people to see me because I felt like I was being judged and compared or how I should look versus how I do look. And um, it, it sucked, you know, and it's such it was for me, it was so intimate and so embarrassing that I didn't want to share it with anybody. 
I want, I didn't know where to look or who to talk to or who to ask. And, and even it still even happens now, you know, I'm on full screen now doing interviews with gray hair because I can't dye my hair. You know, um, my husband tells me, cut your hair short. And I'm like, no, short hair, no offense to anyone here. But for short hair for me, I have a big head and a big face. So short hair, like, I don't want that, you know. So I struggle with what else comes with the 40s, you know, um, like even down to not even having the stamina of my 30-year-old self or my 25 year old self or being, or, or what about like our styles change when we, when we hit our forties, they're like, Oh, look at that lady. She's trying to dress like she's 20 or 30, you know, and they make fun of us. And I'm like, Hey, we're still the cool kids. We still got it. We still have style, but we go through so many different emotions and so many different thought processes. The, the forties are scary. You know, I wanted to hang on to 35 because truth be told, it was the best year of, of my life at that moment. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do forties gracefully. And there has not been any grace in my forties. So if anybody can relate to anything I said, please heart so that I know I'm not alone. But my next question is going to go straight to, is it completely possible to reinvent ourselves in our 40s? And I am going to ask that particular question to Leslie. Ah, yes, okay. So, well, thank you ladies for answering that first question. I definitely can relate. Um, is there a possibility? Of course, but truth be told, when I was in my 40s, I had absolutely no idea that the answer to that question was yes, because I struggled for my 40s. I was in that mode of, is this all there is to life? And I couldn't figure out the answers because I didn't have a community like this of women that I felt I could lean on and trust and ask and confide in them. Like, is there more to this than what I can, I can see? Because I felt like totally trapped in my life. So yes, the answer to that question is yes, there is a possibility for more in your life, especially as you hit your 40s, because, you know, as these ladies have said, you know, it is about finding your own, your own path. It's like sharing, starting to write your own story. And you've been doing, writing your story your whole life, but it's actually recognizing that and acknowledging like, you know what, I can do what I want. And if I want to make a career change, if I want to become an entrepreneur, I can. If I want to become a mom at 40, I can. You know, of course, you know, there's all of these things that we think that we can't do that we're limited. And I think that if we take the word, uh, we take the ED off of that word and just put NO in front, there's no limits, then we understand that we can, we can make changes in, uh, in our 40s. So yeah, I wish that I'd had you ladies in my life back when I was, when I was in my 40s, because I really did struggle. But you know, as I've like gracefully now stepping into my almost 60 in nine days, um, I've really like grown and I've just looked back over my life and been so incredibly proud that I was able to get to where I am today. So thanks. Thank you for sharing that, Leslie. So we have our newest 40 on the block. You're like the new kid on the block. So I am. <laughs> I don't know if we've scared you or inspired you or if you're still undecided. But do you believe going into your 40s, do you feel a sense of reinvention coming your way? Like, have you noticed any changes since the big 4-0s hanging over your in your head like a beep, beep? Yeah. yeah, so being 10 days in, 
Um, I can say to you that, yes, it is possible to reinvent yourself in your 40s. And quite frankly, ladies, it's possible to do that at any age. You're, you know, going to your 20s, to your 30s, 30s, 40s. I'm not who I was when I was 30. I'm not who I was when I'm 20. Um, and it's just a journey that I've decided and have given myself the permission to go on to always evolve and grow and change within who I am as a woman and as a person, but then also who I am as a wife and a mom and in business and community. And so being 10 days in, it's it, it, for me, it was, okay, so I'm 40. So how am I going to make this count? What is this going to look like for me? What am I, who am I going to step into and become um, better in and different in than where I was in my thirties to my forties. Um, but for me, it's, it's a evolving challenge. And I like that. I, I like to, to rise, um, and to lead and to live. And so, um, yeah, it's definitely been an experience. I still can't believe I'm 40. I catch myself being like, Oh my goodness, I'm 40. And my kids love to remind me. They've been reminding me every day, like, mom, I can't believe you're 40. I have two teenagers. One will be almost 18 and, and my son will be 15 this year, which is nuts. Um, but yeah, they, they like to pick on me like, mom, you're 40. And I'm like, you know what? This year, these years are going to be my best years um, because it's just the journey that you're on. So if you're right now terrified of your 40s or that you're going to become 40 soon, it's just a number. What really matters is what's in here and what's in here. And you get to control that. That's the beauty. So I say, take, give yourself that permission um, jump on the bandwagon and you have a wonderful community of women here in on this round table that are here to support you. So I love that. Michelle Emick. So you deal in the beauty industry. Um, you see women want to reinvent themselves all the time, right? Um, physically, appearance wise. Do you believe that that is something that is helpful? Like what what's your take on reinvention in your 40s? Yeah, I love it. And I'm all for it. And, you know, I think as women, we need to take a temperature check. You know, we really need to get real and we need to get honest with ourselves and ask the questions. I, I, I can't stress that enough to people. I'm like, ask, the, ask yourself those questions internally. Am I happy? Am I living my dream? Am I, you know, how do I feel? Am I, am I happy in the surrounding? What, because we need to be, you know, you've got to, you know, if you're, they say if you're not growing, you're dying, right? So you've got to constantly be taking one step forward every day. It doesn't have to be big steps, just those little baby steps every day. But if we don't get real with ourselves and ask those questions, and again, I go back to the first question is like, you know, put ourselves as a priority. I spent 20 years working in the field of aesthetics and I primarily um, in plastic surgery with women over the age of 50. And they would say to me, you know, I don't, I look in the mirror and I don't recognize myself. I want to look better. And I've spent my whole life taking care of everyone else. And, mm -hmm. you know, they just never put themselves as a priority. And it would, it was such a, a great, you know, learning ground for me. Cause at the time I was in my early twenties and I would listen to these stories. And I thought the biggest takeaway was like, make yourself a priority. And, you know, because you don't want to get to a point in life where you're like looking around going, who am I? You know, what have I done? And what, you know, ask yourself the questions, get real and get honest. I love that. How many have you looked at your photos from even 10 years ago and been like, where is that girl? <laughs> I, 
I did it. I did it this week. Um, when I was, when I was in bed resting, um, I started looking through all my photos. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have a wrinkle here. Wow. This changed that changed. Like we see our appearance changing, but are we changing inside as well? Like is our, our, um, mental health and emotional health keeping up with all the changes. And if it's not, what can we do to, so that everything is in balance? So I'm gonna leave that, leave that question to uh, Michelle Mesa. Thank you, Hannah. That's such a, a, a deep, well thought out question. Um, I think for me, what I went through, you know, I'm 43 and so, I absolutely reinvented myself at 40. You know, I never expected to be where I currently was at 40. And so just like Michelle said, you have to be honest with yourself. And so I had to come to Jesus meeting with myself and I really examined myself. I examined my circle who was around me, um, established boundaries for the first time ever. You know, I, I grew up not knowing what they were and I was looking back also and, and thinking, oh, wow, that I remember that girl, she allowed people to just treat her however. And so what I love about um, being in my 40s, even though, you know, our minds never age, but our bodies do, right? And so, you know, I talk about general wealth, generational wealth, but we also need to talk about generational health. And so what I immediately done was, you know, when you're honest with yourself, you look at yourself from the inside out, you peel back all the layers of the onion and you figure out, you see the gaps and you see the things that you need to work on. And so that's what I did. I took a deep dive into my mental health, my emotional health. I practiced forgiveness. <laughs> I didn't realize I had a lot of unforgiveness and it was really affecting my health. Um, my mental health, my emotional, my physical health. And so once I did that, I released all of these, everything, even expectations that people had on me, family, friends, people I didn't know. And I really focused on my mental and emotional health. And so that's the best thing I've ever done. And so for someone who isn't there yet, you can do that. You know, you, you have to look at, you have to just do a deep dive within yourself and figure out what you're going to tolerate and what you're going to live with. And so, you know, it's almost like I remember writing out a pros and cons list because that's how my brain works. And so I wrote down the pros of my current mental state and the cons and I'm like, Ooh, there's too many cons. And so I wanted to shift it all over to the pros. And so I began reaching out therapy and that's how I became a mindset coach is because I was able to heal myself and with the help of therapy and things. And so I'm like, man, if, if I can do it, anyone can do it. And so the funny thing is about when you heal yourself, your children are watching. And so now, you know, I have a 19 year old in college. She takes self-care days. She grew up, you know, with the brunt of the, uh, the unhealed Michelle. <laughs> And so, you know, she has seen both sides. And so it's so wonderful. Like when she's really feeling the stress of the world, she will go take a spa day or just take a bubble bath or paint, get her nails done, just something. And then my 11 year old, I have a, a seven year gap <laughs> in my children. And so I find her even, you know, taking a nap, mom, 
I'm overloaded from school, I need to rest. And so it, it's a great thing to see that not only when you transform yourself, people are watching you and you impact other people. Definitely. So this next question is going to go to all of you. I am going to start with Christina and then I'm going to go to Keitha. Um, do you believe right now, ladies, where you are in your journey in life, are you living your life or are you existing? And I know that that is a very deep question. Um, and I put a lot of thought into this question because I feel and I've seen working with women um, in the business that we're in that a lot of women come to us with um, there's like they're so full of um, hopelessness. They don't know where to start. Um, they've experienced trauma. They've experienced so many different things and they're looking for someone to say it's going to be okay. But what you know they they want the guidance they want to know what to do because they don't want to exist anymore they want to live a life that i believe all women were meant to live in abundance and good health um to have joy to have peace to to eat the cookie and buy the shoes as the book says um so i would say you know when we're talking about this topic um what do you say to that, Christina? Are you living or are you existing? Where are you at? Yeah, that's a great question. Oh my gosh, there's like so much I want to say. What I want to say is I, for myself, I choose a mindset of thriving. Um, I choose it. I know enough to know that I get to choose. I cannot control the world around me. I cannot control how people treat me or people perceive me but I can control my own part. And my own part for me, kind of a blend of the previous question and this question is, I, I'm, I believe I can reinvent every day. If I'm exactly the same woman I was yesterday, shame on me. From a mindset perspective, every day 1% better. And some days I get it right and some days I don't. And I've learned to extend grace to myself for the things that like, well, I didn't get that right, or I didn't, it didn't come out of my mouth the way I intended. I'm a mom and a, you know, a CEO of a local nonprofit that is working with children that are experiencing trauma with, and my commitment as a, like I tease about being a self-proclaimed hustler for hope mm -hmm. because helping children heal their wounds helps us have women later on in life that now know that what's happened to them is not their fault yes and it doesn't define them and the other thing i'll offer is that i do practice and i i talk to other women about this and i do it myself is every year i write a letter to my younger self mm. and it's cheesy but it forces me to to celebrate the wins so writing that letter to my younger self of all the things that didn't make sense in my 20s and 30s, uh, but just acknowledging the wins, because if we're constantly trying to level up and we're constantly trying to attain some, some societal standard or, or even our own standards, right? Because I'm a goal getter. So I have, I, have, I have really hard expectations of myself. But in celebrating the wins and extending grace to myself and to others, like we're all literally experiencing so many things in common, but we don't talk about it. So this is why forums like this are so critical to like, we're all just trying to figure it out and 1% better 
So that I choose, I'll, I'll, I'll end with what I started. I choose a mindset of thriving. I am not just surviving. I am not just existing because I fundamentally believe tomorrow is not promised. And if today is my only day, I am going to go out like I am thriving in this day and I am just doing as much as I can. So that's what comes to mind. Thank you. What about you, Keitha? It's interesting that you asked me this question because when I looked over the questions this morning, um, I decided that I needed to revisit the 40 year old Keitha. And so I went back into those Facebook albums that I have locked so that other people don't see the pictures. And I literally, and I hope I can do this without crying because I wept. I absolutely, when I saw the picture, I looked at the picture and said, oh my gosh. Because I immediately remember how I felt at 40. Mm -hmm. It was not anything like I am today. Um, I was clearly existing and had been just existing for a really long time. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know any different. I didn't know how to get out of my own head. I didn't know how to even begin to resolve issues that needed to be resolved. And so I think it was just so hard for me to see her. And that was my thought was, I see you. I see your pain. I see you were doing the very best that you could. I made terrible choices. I don't know any of us on the panel that would say, oh, we never made any bad choices. Oh, I made some terrible ones. Um, I, I, I'd like to say that I'm a fantastic mother, but I am a wonderful mother who loves her children beyond words. But I made some terrible mistakes. But it's, and I made terrible mistakes in relationships and in career. But I do feel like I see her now. I see her where she, where I was. One of the most powerful conversations that I had one day with my daughter, and I won't tell you the whole story, but at the end of the conversation, she said to me, mom, what color are your eyes? And I told her, and she goes, that is not the color of your eyes. I did not know. She says, what color is on your driver's license? I'm like, well, it's hazel. She goes, well, why would you put that? I'm like, I don't know. I guess somebody told me my eyes were hazel. That's how just existing I was that I had never, I would look in the mirror. I didn't even see myself. Mm. I didn't even know my own eye color. And ladies, this happened when I was 47. This mm. conversation was at 47. And so now it's interesting how I look at pictures of myself or I look in the mirror and I try to really look. And so it was only after really starting to tap in you know, in the book Unleash Her that, that I co-authored with Shira, she writes, my chapter is called Dig Deep. I had to dig really deep to find out why I had buried myself so far that I didn't even know my own eye color. So I think that if you just have to, like, I think it was Michelle said, you start have to peel them back the layers of the onion until you can just find out where it is and then really, you know, start to put yourself first and mm -hmm. start to, think about that you matter and that you're not just there for everybody else. Because what happens when you do that for a lifelong mm -hmm. is that you wake up and you don't even know your own eye color. I mean, that is crazy for me to think that that is how I was just existing. And I look at that picture of myself at 40 years old and I posted it on Facebook this morning. I was a shell. I see it. I see it now. I was a shell of a person. I was in there somewhere deep behind a smile still always looking cute. Don't, 
don't think that I wasn't. I still had, I had all my cuteness going on and I had a great career and everyone would have thought that I was just the happiest person alive, but I was not. And so mm-hmm. now I feel like I've truly am thriving in my life. And when things aren't going right, I, I immediately feel this is not how I want to show up in life. This is not how I'm going to spend my next 10, 20, 30 years. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm just, I'm going to be authentically me and show up in the very best version that I possibly can um, as I go into each day. So, yes, I do believe that we can start to thrive at any age. Thank you so much. Um, What about you, Michelle? Do you feel that you have been living or existing or has it been kind of a combo for you, Michelle Emick? You know, that's, it's a great question. And when I thought about it, I said, you know, it, it depends on the area of my life, right? So if you'd asked me professionally, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm living. When you talk about personally, what I had to do, my, my word this year is the word fun. And I had to step back and realize what's going on. I'm spending so much time, you know, focusing on one area of my life that I'm, that I'm not stopping to enjoy the process and the journey. So I, and I found that I was, I'm like, I'm existing. I'm going through the motions. It's like groundhog day, right? Get up and then go, you know, do this and then sit at my desk. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. No, I'm going to start. And I don't care what it is. It could be something little. But when someone's like, hey, do you want to do this? I'm like, and part of me is like, no. And I'm changing it. I'm like, no, I am doing it. And then I realized, wow, that was really fun. I had a good time. And um, I would find my husband and I would do that. We'd go do something. We got to do more of this. Mm -hmm. So this year is about doing that. So, you know, I think it's, again, I always say, I laugh. I say, life is like a pie. And I say that because I love food. But it's like, we have to look at each area of our life and make sure, you know, ask that same question. Are we living or are we existing? And I think Christina said it earlier, there's no such thing as balance, like, you know, throw that out the window. But we do need to find those areas that we and make sure that we are living because we only got one life. This is it, you know, and we got to make sure we're, we're giving it, giving it our best. I couldn't agree more. There is no manual for life. It's, it's live and learn. You know, uh, some people call it, call it failures. Some people call it learning. You know, it's, it's how you see it, but there is no real blueprint on, okay, I'm here. So how do I do this? You know, um, that's why I wanted to have this round table because 2023 for uh, me is all about reinvention for our company. Um, we are continuously reinventing the wheel and doing things differently. Um, and, and the whole reason why is because we want to see women really stepping into their passion, their power, their purpose. We want to see them out there just kicking ass and whatever they put their hands on and, and overcoming that fear, whether it's in health, if it's finance, if it's being 40, going through menopause, if whatever it is, I've, I talk to women on a daily who have gone through divorces and just hit financial ruin from their divorce. And they have no idea because they were a stay at home mom and they have no idea what to do. So I believe that we can reinvent ourselves at any point in time. I think it most often happens in our forties because we're wiser. We've gone through so many trial and errors that we're like, yeah, we're not doing that again. But for the younger women who are listening today, 
um, you're going to be 40 soon at one point in your life. And we just gave you a lot of tests and answers right here and really kind of are bearing it and sharing it um, and, and hoping that this message gets out there. So my next question is going to go to Nicole. Do you feel like you're ready to like thrive into your 40s? Have you been living and existing or what, what, what say you? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, and I reflected on it quite a bit. And to be honest, I'm not living and I'm not existing. I'm being present. Mm -hmm. um, I'm allowing myself to just take it day by day. Like Christina was saying of, of um, you know, I'm a go-getter. I'm a powerhouse. And I continuously have high expectations on myself as well. And I, you know, one of the things that I do when I wake up in the morning, when I put my feet on the ground, and as I say, thank you, Lord, um, for today, and let me be better than I was yesterday in all things. And I'm really giving myself the permission to be present, to not put so much high expectations on myself so I miss celebrations or I miss everything that's going around me, but not to the point where if I'm feeling that ick of just the existing bubble, that I need to allow myself to be present in that, work through that to then move forward in that. And so my word this year is present. I'm to be present more in my work, to be more present in my celebrations, to be more present in my family, in my community, in my relationship building um, with women all over the world. Um, so that's kind of me in, in the 10 days of being 40 is I'm, I'm present. And actually it's, it's a very calming feeling, <laughs> to be honest. Um, who knows how long that will last, but I'm, I'm really gonna try to continue to, to stay present versus just live or, um, Exist. I think too, where you are, you have such an incredible um, surrounding, like the peace and tranquility, you going out mm -hmm. there and being the chicken whisperer. And <laughs> for those who know her, if you do not watch her social medias, you really should. Um, you know, it's like you, you kind of, I feel like now more than ever, it's important that we become so comfortable in our own shoes and so focused on ourselves that we don't have time to focus on, you know, um, the stress mm -hmm. or the, the stigmas that are being put out there. Like if we're truly focusing on our growth, on our health, on our mental health, um, and really enjoying the things that we love, I feel like it changes our path mm -hmm. in different ways. What do you think, Leslie? Yeah, absolutely. So, I've been, I'm living my best life right now. I just have to tell you, because as I said, I struggled in my forties and that was just because I really didn't have that community, but it's such a different world today than it was when I was in my forties. I started in my mid forties, really looking at life, like what is there to life for me? Is this it? Because I was working a really stressful job, married, not having a life and thinking, I, if this is all there is to life, then I don't want it. And so when I started really like pushing myself and looking, and that was really like almost 10 years later. So I want to be able to put that out there. 
in my 50s, I recognized I didn't want to disappear. I'd seen a lot of people in their 50s. It was almost like it was an unspoken age group that once you hit 50, you were no longer an existing uh, age demographic anymore. The younger generation took over. And I thought, I'm not going to let that happen to me. I'm not going to disappear. I'm going to reinvent my life the way I want to live it and be able to give back and be able to inspire the younger generation coming up behind me to really be able to inspire the younger generation coming up behind them that you can be you can thrive as christina has said when you can thrive at any age and so right now i am thriving and i'm almost like i said almost 60 years old and i'm loving my life i don't look the same of course that i used to in my 20s and my 30s and, and even in my 40s uh but you know what with change when your body changes that's okay. And when you're able to just like own who you are and be okay in, in what I say in the skin that you're in and just love that person staring back at you in your, your reflection, it's like you wake up with so much joy every day for a brand new day that you get to live. And it's not even charted out. Like you might have tasks, but it's not charted out fully. And I do that every single day. I thank God for another day because it's a blessing to wake up. You know, and not many people have that privilege. So when we wake up every day and we take our first breath and we look out into the world mm -hmm. and we decide what we're going to do to show up, that's that's important to really like reflect on. So when you are going through life and you're making your changes in your life and maybe you're in your 40s now and you're thinking, is this all there all there is to life and you want change, reach out to your besties, have that look for the community like this of women who are supporting and empowering each other and ask them what are you doing or what did you do how can you inspire me i want more of more joy in my life as michelle emick said more fun i want to do more things with my children or my significant other or myself like more fun in my life and make it a joyful existence because like i said it gets better with age, ladies. I just want you to know that. It really, really does. Here's my next question, and I'm going to shoot this to um, uh, Michelle Mesa, Leslie, and Keitha, and Nicole. Um, what would you say to anyone watching and listening right now as to they're looking in, they're going into their next milestone in life, their next decade, whatever you want to call it, what is some honest truth that you can tell these women that they need to absolutely know? Let's, let's go with you, Michelle. The honest truth. Well, I have a different perspective. Uh, I, I, I'm in agreement with all these wonderful women. Um, I almost had a lot of the same answers. Um, but for me, when I look back at that woman um, on the other side of healing, who was trying to figure this out, you know, um, I have a different perspective because my type of thriving was unique because at 33, I was in a car accident and I was paralyzed from the neck down. I was also five months pregnant with my daughter who is alive, my youngest daughter. Miraculously, she survived. Um, so I knew that I had to make a choice. I had to make a decision. Do I just die in a paraplegic chair or do I live and so i started living for the day because you know as i look back in my 20s and 30s i lived for tomorrow i wasn't a person who 
you know, focused on the past or having regrets. I didn't, that never came to mind, but what I was stuck on was the future, waiting for five o'clock to come, waiting for Friday, dreading Monday, but waiting for Wednesday because that was the middle of the week. And I only, I knew I only had two days left of the work week, you know, so things like that, you know, wishing I had this, wishing I had that. And so I had to, um, you know, I had seen something on social media a while back and now and then it, it pops up to where there's a circle and inside is what you can control. And then outside the circle is what you can't control. And so I begin by changing my, reframing my mindset, my thought process as to, okay, I can only control what's in this circle and it's progress over perfection. And that's my mantra. That's what I stick to. And so now, you know, once I started reinventing myself and I'm like Christina or the rest of you, I reinvent myself every year. You know, I, I don't stay the same person just because I hit a certain number. I stay that way. No, I'm always growing. I'm a lifelong learner. We all are. And so what I do is I ask myself the question, whatever I'm doing, whatever decision that I make, people I'm around, does this situation or this person give me peace? And if it doesn't give me peace, I say goodbye to it. I stay in my lane. I live by my own rules and that's that's what I live by. And so to that woman who is sitting here listening to us and who's struggling, you know, you got this. You can make the change today just by asking yourself that question. And if it means journaling or reaching out to us or, or someone in your circle, do it. Don't be afraid. Don't live in the past. Don't worry about the future. Focus on today. Thank you. What about you, Keitha? I think to answer your question, what would be an honest truth going into the next milestone of life? I think for me, younger is not better. That we need to embrace the beauty of being older. There's so much more to it. You know, I look back at my pictures of 20s and 30s and I don't want to go back to that. I want to be who I am right now because I love who I've become. And so when you love who you become and who you are every day, it really makes a big difference. So I don't think that, I think that would be my biggest helpful hint for anyone who's dreading going into the next milestone is that younger is not always better. Thank you. What about you, Nicole? Yeah, no, I love this question. And I think that the thing I can say is surround yourself with people who accept you for you and really find the tribe of ladies that you can have the opportunity to have open conversations with, to, that you can be honest, you can share your feelings and your thoughts, and you can have you know, a conversation over co coffee or wine or whatever that looks like. Um, but so for me, you know, turning into my forties, that's what I've done. I've surrounded myself with a community of women that accept me for who I am and, and that I can come to. And I know that will be there for me with, if I need some encouragement or if I have questions or I'm freaking out because my body's changing or things are going wonky uh, or gravity's taking in, whatever that may look like, really find a group of women, a community that, you know, it can be just a few ladies or it can be a massive community. Um, but I think that that's what I, what I'd have to say is if you're preparing to go into your second milestone, surround yourself with the women, with women in your life that can help serve you and support you 
um, and just to chat with. Thank you, Nicole. What about you, Michelle? Emic. <laughs> I, I mean, first of all, I, I love, I'm obsessed with all of you. Let me just start with there. Um, I love everything that you're saying. And, you know, I, I get a chance to interview amazing women myself. And one of the things that always sticks with me, I share this all the time, was I had a chance to interview um, one of the people that I love, which is Robin Roberts. And she, she says, are you surrounding yourself with the balcony people or the basement people? And you got to find those people in the balcony, you know, that are cheering you on. Um, you know, I've said my entire career, you know, I always say I'm allergic to negativity. So, you know, put those blinders on. Somebody mentioned earlier about, you know, the comparison trap. Um, you know, everybody, everybody has issues, you know, everybody has insecurities. We, we gotta, we gotta focus on ourselves and what we do bring to the table and know that, you know, we don't all have the answers. I don't care if you're 30, 40, 50, it's just about, I think Christina said it, the 1% better. And, and that's what we need to focus on is worry about ourselves, surround ourselves with positive people and have purpose, find your purpose, find your joy. Woohoo! Mic drop right there. What do you say, Leslie? Yeah, well, you know, I'm all about self-care. So for me, I have to say the biggest thing that's really helped me and I know is very helpful is to really do the inner work because when you do the inner work, the truest essence and the most beautiful part of you comes out and that reflects back to you what you want in the world. And so when I did the inner work, it was for two things. One, because I didn't like the person that I was, but I also knew that I could only control myself, what I did. And what's been really an amazing, um, you know, result of that is, you know, I'm coming up on 27 years of marriage, which is on my birthday at the same time. Yes, I know I share my birthday, yeah. but 27 years of marriage to someone that before when before I started doing all of the inner work and started to like really look at the woman that's staring back at my reflection as a beautiful person, no matter what age I am, whether I have wrinkles or not, whether I'm whether I have gained a couple of pounds, whether gravity is doing a little bit of a dance on me, whatever that is, that inner work has been so powerful for me. It, it has allowed me to then focus on gratitude. And being grateful is such an amazing energy to, to tap into. And it's allowed me with that, that inner work and the gratitude to really start living my life. So for me, it's all about making sure that you focus on yourself because, and don't look at it as being selfish because when you are the best version of you, everyone that you come into contact with gets that person so, and that includes yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror you see that person and you're reflecting that out to the world and it's a beautiful thing so that's what i wanted to share today awesome and christina how about for you go like ditto to all of these incredible women i mean like everybody i'm like yes yeah i want to like high five everybody and give a big old group hug like I just, I love the comment. I mean, I, I don't know that I can add anything more other than, yeah, do the work, right? Do your own work. Give yourself permission to not be responsible for anybody else. Even, even your children, your spouse, your family, even them, we're not responsible. Like we, we can't control, we can influence our loved ones, our family or our workspaces. So where you have influence, have influence. 
but what you can control is literally just you. And so just control that inner critic because sometimes she's really mean, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know about you all, but I, she, she can be very mean and very judgmental about all kinds of things that I didn't get right. But it's learning to do that work and that self-talk and things like yoga or meditation or reading or whatever things bring you joy is look for the joy, have courage to look for the joy. Even, I mean, Michelle, you, Meza, you're like an inspiration, right? Like I wanna learn more about your story, but it, it is true when you're stuck in the trauma or in the pain or in the heaviness of life, it's hard to hear somebody say like, do the work or go be hopeful. But it starts with wherever you are, right? Start wherever you are and just 1% better today. Write that goal down and accomplish it so that at the end of the night, when you can take an inventory of what you've done, you, you set yourself up for success to say, I did it. I didn't wanna do it, but I did it, right? So that just that little bit every day, so. Well, ladies, I am so happy that you decided to join this roundtable. Um, we have come to the hour of um, ending this, but there's so many things that were covered, you know, about what does it look like to become an unstoppable woman in your 40s? And I feel like you who are listening, watching, received like at least 30 to 40 different ways of what that looks like from seven different women's perspectives. And my hope today is that whoever watched this, that something resonated within you to go out and live your life without limits and live it and don't exist. If you're currently existing, start living. Start living loudly because as was said in this discussion, we only get one life, we don't get a redo. Every day that we wake up is a blessing. And I wanna see so many more days of joy, happiness, peace, health, wealth, um, working, you know, living my life without limits. And I know that every single woman on the screen wants that same thing and those who are watching and listening. So if you didn't get one thing from today, get this, do the work. That was the tone. Do the work. No matter where you are in life, do the work. If you're 41, if you're 75, do the work. If you're 18, do the work. Because everything that you do from your young years going on sets your, it sets, it's like you're, you're making your path. So start living that and, and stop being afraid and, and face those fears. Go out there and Sister, could you relate? Did you feel that woman inside of you just trying to break free? If so, then we need to be friends. Head on over to the Facebook and send me a friend request. I'll actually accept it. You'll get my daily healthy eating recipes and see all the fun I have living a larger life in my smaller body. And you may even get a laugh or two over me and my 50 plus chickens. I proudly claim the crazy chicken lady title. Plus, you might get some gardening tips on growing your own healthy meals. You'll quickly fall in love with my chocolate lab Brady and one of my many cats. You'll also see that I am a lipstick-loving, coffee-drinking mom, wife, and Jesus freak. Can't wait to see you over on Facebook. And more importantly, I really want to hear your thoughts on the show. I want to see your written reviews. Take 60 seconds and leave me a written review and then screenshot it and go on Instagram and tag me so I can give you a proper thank you for your review. 
If you're already thinking I might be the coach from you, you can go ahead and schedule a free appointment with me at coachkeitha.com. And how you spell Keitha is K-E-A-T-H-A, coachkeitha.com. You can find all my social links in the show notes as well as my website link. Thanks again for listening to my show. I'll see you on the battlefield. Until next time.